Hey, Salt Lake, at the risk of being too personal, is your mattress sagging? If you are rolling into a taco every night, I am begging you to visit your local mattress warehouse and just try something a little firmer. Your spine is the center of your being, and I don't just want you to have good posture. I want you to Disney princess your way around this city, flush with optimism from a good night's sleep. Visit mattresswarehouseutah.com to find the location nearest you. That's mattresswarehouseutah.com. Look, we all love Salt Lake, but nobody's perfect. Today, I explore the worst corners of our city with Kendall Rodriguez, TikTok's own queen of SLC. Where in the valley would she take you if she hated you? It's Monday, February 6th, 2023. I'm Ali Vallarta, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. Kendall Rodriguez, you know and love Salt Lake, as we've established. But let's have a quick grape fest, you and I. What things generally suck about this place? What do we like to complain about as Salt Lakers? Ooh, uh I think pollution is probably public enemy number one. I mean, especially in the winter, we see it. Nothing worse than looking out your window and looking at that just cloud of nasty, nasty air sitting above us that we're all inhaling collectively. Yeah. It's funny, too, like when you host someone from out of town and you're explaining the smog to them and the look on their face is such so horrified, but we're all sort of like nonchalant about it. Right. Like it's like, like yeah, oh, it's yeah, fine. sometimes they like have to direct traffic because it's so thick in the winter that you like can't really see at night. And they're like, what? <laughs> it's like really toxic. But anyways, here's the, the temple. <laughs> but anyway, aren't the mountains lovely, though, when you can see them? Here's one of my bigger Salt Lake gripes. No public restrooms. That is a good one. There are no public restrooms in this city. And like a lot of local businesses are pretty aggressive about their restrooms not being public, which I semi understand, but also think we should probably let go of given there are no public restrooms. But like everything aside, if you're out for a run, like you're just doomed. No, that's a really great point. I never thought about it. But now that you bring it up, that's actually a problem that we really do have. Wow. Right. In a city that wants to host the Olympics again. Let's see other gripes I have about Salt Lake. I would say businesses, and it's gotten better over time, but it is sometimes frustrating when certain businesses are closed on Sundays, where for me, I'm such an errand gal on Sunday. Like Saturday is my fun day. Sunday is time to regroup for the week and Mm -hmm. take care of all my tasks. And then I drive around and forget that some places are closed. And so that's definitely a gripe of mine. Could not agree more. If City Creek Mall was open Sunday, it would dramatically rearrange my weekends. Oh, my gosh. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Do you remember that book when you and I were probably in elementary school when it came out and it was called Alexander's No Good, Very Bad Day? Oh, my God. Yes. I want to know what your like Kendall's No Good, Very Bad Day in Salt Lake looks like. Okay, so we're driving on. 300 West. And then it's just going to start snowing, just absolutely dumping. (laughs) And it's just going to turn into absolute chaos for living in a climate where winter is here for many months of the year. It Mm -hmm. it never ceases to amaze me, the the driving level of Mm. Salt Lakers. All the lanes will just like disappear. Yes. 
Yes. Yeah. Um, it's so good. Um, and then I'm hungry. I am craving a Chick-fil-A sandwich. And <laughs> I knew you were going to say this. I'm a sugar house gal and I'm driving by Chick-fil-A and I decide, yeah, I want a fried chicken sandwich right here, right now. Um, mm-hmm. It's also going to take me an hour to get through the drive through and I may get hit in the process because of the way it is set up on Twitter. Yeah, at this stuff. point, it's 4 p.m. Yeah. It's <laughs> and then um, it turns out they forgot, you know, something in my order. So I decide to park and I walk inside and I run into someone who proceeds to tell me how much they hate it here and that they hate the people <laughs> here and that they don't like living here, but they're never going to leave. Uh, I would say that. That yeah. kind of capped off my day. First day, right there. Just those three things. That is a rough day. And I do know some people who listen to this show are going to tweet at us and be like, well, you could have turned that day around if you used public transit. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. I'll try that next time. Salt Lake City, what if this is the year you host Easter dinner or brunch? Harmon's makes big meals easy to prepare with delicious holiday specialties made from scratch. Just heat and serve, baby. Lay a pre-cooked honey ham on the table and absorb the compliments from your family or friends. They don't need to know you napped instead of staring down the oven. And if you're not the host but need something to bring, here are just a few of my favorite spring ideas. First of all, Harmon's fragrant Easter lilies will impress anybody's mom or delight a neighbor. Now there's no need to even heat up a pre-made side like deviled eggs or fresh cut pineapple, but bonus points if you transfer them into your own dish. And as listeners of this show well know, I will lose my mind if you show up to my house with Harmon's Hot Cross Buns. I invite you to make some new Easter traditions with Harmon's. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Okay, let's talk about where we would take some very specific people that we hate or strongly dislike. Okay. Um, I've got three scenarios for you. Ready? I think so. Okay. Your childhood bully messages you on Facebook now that you are very cool and famous. And they're like, hey, long time no see. Let's get together. I'll be in town for the weekend. Where would you take them? Any time of year. Okay. Um, I'm going to pick July. Sis wants to come out and visit. It's great. Um, I think I would pick her up from the airport late July, tell her I have an amazing picnic picnic plan for us at a Utah state park. And mm-hmm. we are going to just head to Antelope Island. No. And then at this point, I, I conveniently forgot to tell her to bring bug spray. I'm good. I doused myself before we left. So we're totally good there. <laughs> we walk down to the water. And as we all know... <laughs> We are just getting eaten alive. Um, And because it's July, I do want to show her the Utah way, of course. Uh, So Mm -hmm. I think what I packed in our picnic was hot and steamy funeral potatoes on this hot July summer Mm -hmm. day. And then we're going to have a side of fry sauce 
and we're going to just pour it on the funeral potatoes. And I'm going to tell her it's really going to hurt my feelings if she doesn't eat it because I made it for her and we're trying to make good. Um, and then we'll top it off with some green jello. And we're just going to sit there and just bask in a glorious summer July day at Antelope Island State Park. Wow. You're not even going to give her a Diet Coke to wash it down. I'll consider it. <laughs> a warm Diet Coke. <laughs> for you, my lady. Okay, that is absolutely brutal. Here's another one. You run into an out-of-state ex at the grocery store. You did not end on good terms with them. They ask you for things to do with their family Ooh. while they're in town. What do you suggest? Who with their family? I think I would first say, you know, I know an amazing, authentic Mexican spot you have to try. And then oh. I'll proceed to give him the address to Cafe Rio. Um, and then I would just say, you know, make sure you just smother it in that creamy tomatillo dressing, uh, more on that later. And then I'd say, you know, you should definitely head up to big Cottonwood Canyon. There's a fabulous hike, uh, do donut falls. I think the biggest reason being so that way he knows what it feels like to be disappointed after 20 minutes of physical labor. And then at this time, that creamy tomatillo dressing is hitting him when he's with his family on this hike, and there is nowhere to go. Oh, nowhere to go. And he is SOL, literally and metaphorically, and that's where I would say for him to go. Wait, why is Donut Falls so terrible, though? I just think it's disappointing. The journey's great, but the destination is underwhelming at best. To me, when you talk about a waterfall, I, th I feel like there's so many more better options in, in Utah and like Greater Salt Lake than Donut Falls. And it's so heavily trafficked, which I don't know, when I try to escape to nature, like I guess my goal is to get away from humans as much as I can. So I'm trying to go on, you know, trails that are a bit more uh, deserted, I suppose. The last time I was at Donut Falls, someone was carrying a speaker playing music. And I was <gasps> like, no. I can put up with a busy trail. Like it doesn't really bother me, but like, please don't bring yeah. a speaker that's attached to your backpack, playing music on your hike. It's so disruptive. That is poor etiquette for sure. Put in headphones. Yeah. Like I just, this is the thing I don't understand. Why do people think that everyone wants to hear their music? I don't understand this. I, I can't agree more. I can't like agree more. It's one of my biggest pet peeves on earth, on earth. Like, please just don't ever bring a speaker basically outside of your house, actually. <laughs> And I know that that is like a really, really, really grumpy take. But like there are just so few scenarios where I show up somewhere and I'm like, wow, I'm so glad these people brought a speaker. Wow. <laughs> Thank God. This song is amazing. <laughs> like this, my experience is so improved by the people next to me having a speaker. Woo. <laughs> anyway, sorry, that was a mini rant. But <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> that's what we're here to do today. So, okay, here's the third one. Um, guessing that you're no stranger to online trolls as an online personality. They make time in the day always to make you feel bad, bless their hearts. Mm. But this time, they're DMing you on Instagram about a place to take someone on a first date. What's your recommendation? Ooh, that is a good one. <laughs> so if an online troll was asking me for a recommendation for a first date, I would say it has to be a Saturday night and you're going to go to the In-N-Out in Orem. Anyone that's on TikTok knows what Orem and In-N-Out is like on a Saturday night. You are fighting for your life amongst teenagers. Mm -hmm. So not only are you going to like jostle for a place in line, once you order, good luck finding a place to sit, 
good luck not being in the background of one of their crazy videos that they're trying to record and like punk the people around them. And then you're going to wait. I mean, I love in and out I'm in and out till I die, but they, they struggle on Saturday nights and rightfully so. I mean, they have, you know, the whole high school there, but it is a feeding frenzy no. in the worst way. Yeah. Also, there's nothing that um, your date loves more than when you take them somewhere where they feel old. Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Even more. Even more it really reason. sets a tone. It's very sexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. And then you're going to smell like in and out when you leave. So it's really just kind of the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Let's go get humiliated by teenagers together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. That's definitely colors. the start of something <laughs> really degrading. romantic. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. I feel like I would send them to Snowbird Oktoberfest. Oh my gosh, just chaos, shoulder to shoulder. And just be like, hey, do you want to get in your first fight on your first date? <laughs> go to Snowbird Oktoberfest. Don't bring your own mug. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And just like wait in line together for basically six hours. Yeah, you're going to love it. It's going to be really, really good. <laughs> you want to get to know someone? Watch them look for parking during Snowbird Oktoberfest. Oh my gosh. You will see the inside of their soul. You will know what 20 years from now, if you're married to them, you will know exactly what that's going to look like. That is so true. Oh my gosh, yes. Well, this has been a real joy. And I don't know. I feel like there might be people listening who are like, wait, what you just described sounds amazing. And if you are (laughs) one of those people, I'm so happy for you. (laughs) Kendall Rodriguez, queen of SLC. Uh, Happy hating. Happy hating. A little news before we go. The Utah legislature is in session, and here's one bill I'm watching closely. Republican Senator Mike McKell's legislation related to condom stealthing. Condom stealthing is when a sexual partner secretly removes their condom before or during intercourse. It's a violation of consent that can lead to pregnancy, STDs, and similar mental health consequences as any sexual assault. But right now in Utah, it isn't clearly codified as sexual assault. Senator McKell's bill would change that. If you think this practice sounds unusual, consider that 12% of women report experiencing it. That's all for us today here on CityCast Salt Lake. Thank you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more from around this city. Bye.